This is Texas BioBytes from Texas Biomed. I'm your podcast host, Wendy Rigby. The newest professor at our Biomedical Research Institute is Dr. Mahesh Mohan. His research is focused on HIV, the virus that causes AIDS. However, he's been branching out into a new area recently, the effect of cannabinoids on the inflammation caused by this disease, and potentially other illnesses as well. I'm Dr. Mahesh Mohan, and I'm a full professor here at Texas Biomed, and uh, I will be mostly doing research, and my research is focused on um, understanding the molecular pathogenesis of HIV infection. When you say molecular pathogenesis, what does that mean? Mostly uh, events that happen uh, at the uh, submolecular level or subcellular level, uh, the changes that happen inside cells and how uh, virus infection uh, brings about those changes in the body. So when someone acquires this particular virus, there's a cascade of events that happens, and some of this is on the subcellular level. Yeah, so we're uh, mostly interested in um, uh, changes called epigenetic changes that happen uh, as a result of uh, infection. So uh, infection basically uh, you know, results in chronic inflammation, and some of these epigenetic changes are driven by chronic persistent inflammation, and, and we're working to f- identify some of these changes and then also reverse it uh, with, with feasible pharmacological uh, strategies. So looking for treatments to intervene. Correct, yeah. So what are some of the symptoms that people with HIV may experience due to this chronic inflammation? Most patients have access to um, antiretroviral therapy, uh, and and so uh, you know HIV is no longer a death sentence. But then, uh, even though these people are uh, living longer, uh, you know they are still having a lot of uh, comorbidities. You know they're not they're living uh, healthy lives, but then you know they're aging faster. Uh, they're highly susceptible to other diseases like cardiovascular disease, cancers, uh, diseases of the intestine like enteropathy, and some of the factors that drive these diseases is chronic inflammation. And so uh, my my primary work is to find strategies to uh, alleviate this chronic inflammation. Where in the body does this chronic inflammation take place? In HIV, it's systemic. Um, you see it in the brain, you see it in the heart, you see it in the intestine. Uh, you know, in the, in the brain, um, more than uh, 50 to 80 percent of the uh, infected people experience a condition called HAND, which is uh, HIV-associated neurocognitive dysfunction. And uh, this is primarily driven by uh, chronic inflammation. When someone with HIV experiences HAND, what happens? It's basically, you know, neurological dysfunction, um, like dementia, you know, and that's a, that's a common comorbidity in, in HIV patients. Dr. Mohan will be working at the Southwest National Primate Research Center on the Texas Biomed campus. He came from the Tulane National Primate Research Center in Louisiana, where he worked with rhesus macaques. These animals are a good model for his research, as they can be infected with the monkey version of HIV. It's called SIV, or simian immunodeficiency virus. And when you infect monkeys with this virus, you can see almost all the disease spectrum that you see in HIV. 
So do they get the same kinds of symptoms and the, does the disease progress in the same way it does in humans? Yes, you see all the symptoms uh, and in the macaque, um, you know, the, the disease progression is a little bit rapid uh, depending on the species. For instance, uh, in pigtail macaques, the uh, progression is really fast. They're rapid progressors, whereas uh, rhesus macaques, they progress anywhere from 6 to 12 months. Could components of the marijuana plant help patients with the many and varied symptoms created by an HIV infection? That's one project Dr. Mohan has taken on. Some of your recent work has involved studying the impact that cannabinoids can have on this chronic inflammation in patients with HIV. How did you come up with this idea and how are you testing it? My collaborators at the Louisiana State University Health Sciences Center, they began studying the uh, effect of cannabis uh, in HIV infection. This was basically uh, one of the um, programs that was initiated by the White House. That's what I learned. We get cannabinoids from NIH, so they provide the drug free of cost. And the initial hypothesis was that it would kind of have a negative effect on HIV infection in, you know, in the sense it would facilitate disease progression. Cannabinoids, especially tetrahydrocannabinol, which is the most psychoactive uh, uh, cannabinoid in marijuana, uh, binds to the CB1 receptor in the brain. That's when you get the high, the psychoactive effects. What we know of as THC. THC stands for tetrahydrocannabinol. So they did a dose optimization study uh, to find the dose that would impair behavior in, in macaques. And they identified a, a dose that was 0.18 mix that completely impaired behavior. And then they increased the dose all the way to 0.32 mix. And at that point, it didn't have any effect. The animals developed uh, tolerance. And uh, we also found that this dose was having an anti-inflammatory effect on these animals. So we decided to stick with that dose, and that's how all these started. What are the possible implications for human patients? Um, yeah, um, so we have shown you know, the beneficial effects of cannabinoids in uh, HIV infection using our rhesus macaque model. And um, right now, a group in Canada is conducting a clinical trial. They're you know, combining THC with CBD, which is cannabidiol. So cannabidiol can neutralize the psychoactive effects of THC. It seems like you can get CBD in so many forms right. just down at the local drugstore. So right. I'm sure there's much to be learned in that area. Yes. And um, uh, so we're also doing some studies, um, you know, we'll, we'll be starting some studies, uh, um, you know, using CBD to see if we can, you know, replace THC with CBD and whether we can uh, repeat all the studies that we've done, uh, um, you know, with THC using CBD. Why are you passionate about this? Uh, as you know, you know, chronic inflammation is, uh, you know, a major problem. I mean, with most infectious diseases and even non-infectious diseases, even it's part of the aging process too. And, and, and there's so much suffering that people undergo because of chronic inflammation. So, uh, you know, and, and I've noticed that this is a drug that's been historically used um, you know, 5,000 years ago, if you look in the Indian literature or Chinese medicine, medical literature, you know, they have used, uh, you know, these leaves uh, for various medical purposes. And and what I have uh, found is that, you know, we've given this drug to monkeys for more than years and there's no adverse effects at the small dose. So, 
um, I'm very excited about you know using this, moving this to the clinic, so you know I can make a difference in people's lives. That would be awesome. And and, and a lot of people, we did recently report uh, an, another effect of cannabinoids that is you know um, preventing lymph node fibrosis. Um, you know, lymph node fibrosis is another problem uh, in HIV patients. Um, uh, so what happens is once the fibrous tissue is laid, it's irreversible. You cannot reverse it. So, you know, lymph nodes are the sites where immune responses occur, right? So you get, you know, when you get a vaccine, um, most of the, uh, you know, immune responses to that vaccine occur in the lymph nodes. So if, if the lymph node parenchyma where all immune cells are, uh, you know, becomes fibrous as a result of collagen deposition, that's it. I mean, there's no immune response. Uh, that interferes with the functioning of the lymph node. And so we presented this data at the NIH, and uh, you know, one, one of the faculty members at George Mason University came up to the poster and said, well, this is really interesting because my colleague uh, is an oncologist and he treats uh, breast cancer patients, and these patients, when they are treated, they get lymph node fibrosis. So I see another you know, therapeutic application for cannabinoids, not just HIV, but cancer. Why did you accept the job here at Texas Biomed? What are you looking forward to? You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to establishing new collaborations, especially in the TB area. And my family is also very excited about moving here, um, including my wife and my daughters. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking for new opportunities, you know, establishing new collaborations, and, uh, and, and I found this place great for yeah. that, yeah. And especially with the TB model, that's my next area that I want to focus on. And you also have the aging model here, you know, using the marmosets. I asked Dr. Mohan about the ultimate goal of his research, and it may involve creating synthetic compounds to turn into medications. These THC uh, acts through a receptor, a cannabinoid receptor too. So you could uh, synthesize agonists that would stimulate that receptor and use that to induce the effects of THCs. You don't have to give them marijuana or any ingredient in marijuana. So that is one area that I'm you know, focusing on. And then the, uh, the non-psychotropic cannabinoid, which is you know, cannabidiol, uh, which was just recently approved by the FDA to treat childhood epilepsy. That's another area I want to focus on, what the mechanism of action is. So those are some of the uh, areas that we need to have a better understanding of. And, and that's not clear. We know that you know, this is exerting anti-inflammatory effects. So what are the, the downstream molecules that are involved, and how does it do it? Cannabinoids is just one aspect. You know, I'm also now moving into other drugs of abuse like cocaine and, uh, and also looking at other molecular aspects too. You've been listening to Texas Biobites from Texas Biomed. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Android, and other popular platforms. Or log on to our website, txbiomed.org, and search for podcasts. There you can sign up by email, and a new episode will be delivered to your inbox every two weeks. And you can listen to previous episodes online. At Texas Biomed, we love sharing our science. Thanks for listening. I'm Wendy Rigby.